Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker and Lisa Dondreo, co-founders of the branding studio, Baker Creative. We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business. Hey, ladies. Hello, Kane. Do you have a favorite product or service that you always recommend to anyone who asks? I absolutely do. Well, you've come to the right episode, my friend, <laughs> my friend. This is episode number 17. And yeah, we're going to be discussing uh, whether you know you guys think that your brand is breaking the norm. So let's yes. get stuck into it. Yes. I actually uh, wrote about my dental hygienist in this week's email. I saw her recently. And I okay. kind of, I wrote about, <laughs> I wrote about. <laughs> that hasn't gone across my desk yet, so we'll, we'll see if that gets approved. <laughs> I, was just, <laughs> I was just writing about, you know, how she, you know, breaks the norms in the dental space just by making me feel really comfortable, being mm. super chatty and friendly and just remembering, like, even the small details about my life, even though I only see her every six months, <laughs> she just feels like an old friend every time I go and see her. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us do have a, a like a great physio, hairdresser. Oh, I guess doctor. Yeah. Even, um, you know, things like skincare products or clothing labels, things that you would always recommend to someone, mm. you know, anytime someone's like, do you know a blah, blank, mm. <laughs> um, who would you recommend? And I think it's something like about those favorite brands that really flies in the face of norms of the industry, like what's mm-hmm. expected. Yeah. Um, something that definitely stands out from, you know, the other experiences that mm. you've had. Um, I have another example. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so recently my mum switched GPs and, you know, she's been to quite a few different doctors who've all kind of run tests, but I think she's just been really um, just unimpressed by how long everything's kind of taken to, you know, people just kind of don't follow up with her and she just can't seem to get any good yeah. answers and she just didn't feel like really cared for. Can be frustrating. Yeah. And so she went to go see a new GP recently and she was just so impressed by how thoroughly she investigated her issue and that she followed up promptly with her to give her her results over the phone so she didn't have to make another appointment. And I just don't think she'd experienced that level of care and customer service with, you know, many of the other doctors that she'd seen. And so now she's just recommending this new doctor <laughs> to everyone, including me. And me. Uh, yeah, and she's only seen her a couple of times. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess that just really highlights that, you know, it's that combination of little things that can really help you stand out in your space. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, if you're looking to uncover how you're breaking the norms in your space, I think you need to think about, all the things that people expect from your industry and maybe think about how you can do things differently. You know, mm. what does the typical experience look like? Uh, what do people expect? What are the stereotypes? What does everyone else in your industry promise? You know, if you own, you know, for example, a nursery, um, people might not know if you're like me, which plants to choose and how much, you know, sun and water they'll need. And, you know, I go in there and I just pick the prettiest plants because I'm like, this looks nice. Um, and I kind of look at the water and things like that, but I'm not really overly invested in it. And then I end up with wilting plants in my house and garden. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, what if you, if you had a nursery, what if you found a way to, um, you know, help people to choose the plants that best suited their home and their lifestyle? Yeah. Like what if you added that into your service as something that you could really become known for? Um, that would definitely help you stand out. Yeah, you've got me thinking. Coming back to the dentist example that you brought up earlier. Yeah. I think a lot of people associate dentists or their experience at dentists with like long waiting times, mm-hmm. obviously pain and discomfort. Well, <laughs> yeah. I know I do. Yeah. Um, 
But I guess what if you went that extra mile to make your experience quick and comfortable? Maybe there's, I don't know, more comfortable seating or um, I don't know. I don't know what there is off the top of my head, but maybe it's more entertaining. Yeah. Um, maybe and- if you they put like gave you headphones to listen to music or put on your favorite TV show <laughs> you or something like that. I think there's actually stories of brands who have done that in different um, dental practices, but there's always ways that you can improve the customer experience, I suppose. Mm. And, you know, um, another example would be if you're a yoga instructor. Recently, I was kind of, um, I had, I think within a couple of weeks, my yoga instructor was away and we had like three or four different yoga instructors kind of filling in and it just showed me how different everyone's teaching styles are. You know, you can become known for your teaching style, you know, especially in the yoga space. A lot of instructors are quite calming and like spiritual. Um, You know, what if you came along and you were decidedly energetic and, you know, you ran your classes in a really structured way that would definitely stand out in contrast. And, and, you know, I suppose people like different teaching styles, right? Yeah. You'd get those people who, I guess you'd attract those people who didn't previously like yoga, maybe. Yeah. Like a different, um, different type of person who maybe likes something a little bit more structured. I don't know. Mm. Another Um, example may be, let's say you, you sell skincare products and people might expect to, you know, decipher the products in your range and she's one for themselves. Yeah, exactly. But you could offer them, you know, I've seen um, some people offering services, maybe not in the same space, but helping people to find the right product, um, range for their different concerns, you know, if you've got, you know, different types of skin types or whatever. It's having that conversation and just helping people to pick the right one instead of kind of just letting people um, choose based on what they think is the right answer. Yeah, but I, I choose by the pretty colours. So yeah, I know you that would really help me <laughs> I think people fail to stand out because they fail to break the norms and they fail to create any real contrast between themselves and everyone else in their industry. Yeah, so let's share some tips with our listeners who may be ready to take things to the next level and really stand out in their industry. Yeah, so I think that the big question that everyone needs to be asking themselves is, you know, how am I breaking the norms in my industry? You know, is it your process that's different? Is it your materials? Is it your personality, your teaching style, your customer service? I guess your experience, coming back to what we were talking about before. Yeah. Um, maybe it's also your big idea. Yeah. What's your worldview? Like, what do you believe in? Is that is that different to everyone else in your space? So, you know, why is someone going to walk away from their experience working with or buying from you and say to their friend, you have to look them up. They're so great because of X, Y, Z. And why will your brand be top of mind when someone asks for a recommendation? Yeah, exactly. So when you're figuring this out, it really helps to know your audience because your audience come along to your website or your Instagram or wherever they find you with an existing set of beliefs about how things work in the world. Is this their first time buying a product or service like yours or have they seen it all before? You know, how does buying from your industry really make them feel? I'd also add that it helps a lot to know your strengths. What Uh are you good at, right? And what do your customers say that they love about you? You can maybe lean into that. Yeah, exactly. It has to be genuine. You have to, um, to, in building a brand, it has to be something that feels authentic to you. And often if you lean into your strengths, that's a really great place. I also think uh, you need to know the issues that get you fired up. You know, what do you think your customers deserve to be or do or have that they don't know already? Um, What's not working for them now? What is like, is their current experience, you know, boring or is it scary or is it inconvenient, time consuming? Is it chaotic? You know, what should it be like instead? What do you want for them? Hmm. Yeah, great point. I think breaking norms could also mean changing up the way that you do things to make 
them easier, I guess more convenient, mm-hmm. um, more entertaining, like we talked about, less risky. Yeah, could be. Those sorts of things. Faster or slower or um, more environmentally friendly or more beautiful. It just depends on your exactly. current industry norms and then how you can stand out by doing something a little bit different that's also valuable to your customer. So I suppose that's the main takeaway for today's episode. How can you break the norms in your space? How can you define new standards or a new normal? And look, it doesn't have to be a grand gesture either. Sometimes even the smallest things can make the biggest difference. Totally agree. So that's all the time we have for today. And as always, guys, thanks so much for joining us. And please, please, please remember to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. We'll see you all next week.